Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This episode is sponsored by Try Vegan, a vegan meal home delivery service that is nutritious and delicious and makes your life easier. Based out of New Jersey, they deliver throughout the Northeast. Check out more details on their website, tryveganmealprep.com. And you can get 25% off your first order with the promo code LITYOGA. So go vegan. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Friday with Friends. Today I have the beautiful Walla with me. Walla is a color therapist. If you've never heard of that, I had not either. And get ready to be fascinated and quite addicted by this idea. Walla and I discuss her early years as an interior decorator in Japan, where she was very successful, married, and very miserable. She paused, reflected, and learned a lot about herself through meditation and other holistic healing techniques and got into color therapy. Color therapy is fascinating. Remember, colors have their own vibration. And we discuss how how we're attracted to colors or how we're repelled by colors will tell us a lot about our nervous system, our presentation into the world, our feelings about ourselves. So we even talk about me. Inadvertently, we went down the path of my birthday and what my color is based on my birthday and how it's very ironic about that. You'll have to learn uh, by listening. And you'll understand why why I'm going to start wearing more green in my life. So enjoy my really fascinating discussion with Walla. Welcome, Walla. So happy to have you on today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Well, before we launch into your main focus and passion of being a color mentor, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background how you got into this space and what in, of wellness of this particular path of coloring. <laughs> Color. yeah. um, so I started a long, well, nearly, nearly 10 years ago doing this work, but it really started with my journey with myself. I was living in Tokyo at the time. I was finishing my studies of interior design, doing a beautiful internship, 
living a really on the outside what looked really good and beautiful but then on the inside I was just really miserable and I just couldn't didn't understand why so at that time I began meditating doing angel work and trying to figure out what is it that I want to do and I, and I was really struggling to be with myself I was really struggling with my emotions I was married at the time as well and it was a very toxic relationship that I couldn't even see that it was um I didn't even understand um until I just slowly began to understand myself better and I had this really dark moment where I was like okay my life means nothing I have nothing started losing people left and right and um but had big losses and um and then I just had like a really strong voice within me that was like just park everything and you will begin to see magic and from that moment I really just really parked the things that I was worried about and I was like I can't do anything about them so I'm just gonna park them and then a, a big synchronicity came into my life um and also at the time I was really struggling to wear color I was always just in black and brown and navy blue and I was living in Tokyo and everybody there was um, wearing color and I would go and buy all these colors but I couldn't and um, I found a little snippet in a magazine about like a color training about like which color looks good on you etc and I and I went in and I was like okay I want to see what this is and then it went further and further into color therapy and I understood that the reason why I wasn't I was only wearing black and I couldn't wear any other color was because I was hiding. I didn't want anybody to see me. I didn't want anybody to see um, my expression of anything, of who I am. So that's what I, that's how it all started for me. Wow. Why do you think it is that people often, I think, in their young adulthood find themselves in the exact same situation you did where you're doing all the things that seem um, ambitious and successful and meaningful you know that we're striving for having meaning and passion and and yet it's very unfulfilling on the inside um from my experience and what i understand from the people i have worked with also is that we, in the beginning of your 20s, in the beginning of your life, you're, you're really molded by your family and your emotional awareness, and especially the, emo, the, emo, the immature emotion, the emotionally immature upbringing that a lot of us have and had, don't allow us to have space for what we want and who we are. It, allow, it only allows space for the emotions of the parents and what they wanted in society and what that society wanted. And on top of that, I've worked, I mainly, I'm from the Middle East and I mainly worked when I started with women from the Middle East. And on top of all of that layer, we also have the layer of society, religion and extreme oppression for the feminine. So having all this mix on top, I feel like people do arrive um, when they're 25, 23, at, that where I was at the time and it, where it was okay my life feels like I've done everything they told me but it doesn't feel right and I believe it's this is the origin of it I like how you said you had to park uh it's like basically resetting and not moving forward 
and assessing and assessing, you know, what is, what brings me fulfillment? What is not bringing me fulfillment? How did that parking impact not only the pathway to color therapy, but like your relationship with now I assume is, is your ex-husband? Like how did it, what came to you in those moments of clarity? So parking for me at the the time was a friend of mine used to a friend and a mentor at the time used to always say just park it just park it and I was like David what do you mean just park it and it was just because I couldn't do anything about it and I couldn't solve it but then I was sitting there obsessing over how to solve it how to fix it how to change it um his his way of saying park it really helped me it and made helped me understand that I don't need to let it go I just needed to put it, push it on the side because right now, right now in this moment, I don't have a solution for it. I just need to park it. And then that, and then when it came to me at that, at that moment, I just park it. It was just like, okay, I have no solution for all the loss that I've, that I have. I just need to be in the present moment. So surrendering to the present moment is what just really helped me see what was coming to me in the present moment instead of just obsessing over how can I fix everything? Because I've come from, from a background that I feel a lot of people can relate to. It's like, I just need to do, I need to do. If I'm not useful, if I'm not doing something, if I'm useless, if I'm in a feminine energy, if I'm in a passive energy, I am not good enough. I am not worthy. So that parking phrase was very helpful for me. Oh, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. So can you tell us a little bit about color therapy? What does it mean? How do you bring that into your work with people? And what is some advice that you could give? Maybe you can break this up into chunks, but what is some advice you can give into jumpstarting this movement into bringing more color into your life and what does that even you know what does that mean besides not hiding anymore but showing up and expressing yourself okay i will begin answering the question of you know what is color therapy and color therapy when you look at it online it'll tell you oh it's a holistic practice that does this this and that using color the way i see it it is a translation of the vibration that is around us so color is a language that speaks directly to your subconscious mind and your soul. It is um, a translation of the light spectrum that we are and that we are and everything around us is. So whenever you're attracted to red or the red spectrum of things means completely different or you're in a different place in your life and in a, in a different understanding in your life than when you are attracted to, for example, a green or when you're repelled by it. So color is a language, a language of frequency of the world, just like numerology, just like um, all these different practices. A color will help is it will help or helps us really understand what is it deep deep inside that we want, what is it deep deep inside that is blocked, what is it um, that needs to move, and how we can do it. And this is, the, and I do this, and I've been doing this for the last nearly, well, 10 years in January um, with people do, doing sessions. So we do, in the sessions, we do healing work. Um, I use also, I mix the color with sound. So we kind of like bend it all together and combine it all together and just bring in the, 
that frequency and that love through these different two different modalities because sound really moves and triggers the emotions and then you have the the color that is triggering the nervous system so we do it through visualization through um also understanding tapping in okay what where, where where is this color in your body where is this heaviness in your body and it just really takes us deep into where it really originates so i do it one-on-one sessions i do um twice a month i do healing sessions for people online in group settings um i do i do different work with companies i do different work with people that's why i love color because it gives me that diversity that i need in, in my work um and then to answer your third question about how to begin um so what i began doing now in my website is just i wanted to create this journey for people and how to really understand and bring in color and what it means and i wanted to, and i wanted to start with what i call color archetypes so we're all born into a color frequency because every day has its own color frequency every month has its own color frequency and every year has its own color frequency and the day we're born represents really the color frequency we came in here with. What is it, our essence? Who, who are we to the core? And then the month we're born under represents the shadow and the challenge. What did we come here to learn through, to become what? And that's what the year will give you. And usually I do that for people. First, they get that free, free quiz. And it's like a very generic um, way of describing it and then when they want to dive deeper we do one-on-one um, -on -one color readings I recommend them all the time before they do any healing with me because I feel like understanding this is, is a great way to begin and then you can begin looking at the colors that you're attracted to and the colors you hate because I always mm -hmm. tell people the colors you hate the most are the colors you need the most from experience so can you give us a little idea of what those colors symbolize like what a green or a red or a fuchsia? So usually when I'm working with people, I like to get, comp it's, it's never one. Just like body, lang body language, it's never, you're not only looking at someone biting their nails, you're looking at the whole thing to understand if this person is nervous. So whenever we are, for example, attracted to a green spectrum, this usually talks about growth and forgiveness and and conditions that we learn to be how what is it what is it what are the conditions that we have put against ourselves or on ourselves um to to be loved what did we learn and then for example if we're going into the yellow spectrum in that family it's more about what are am i able to face my biggest darkest fears so i can tap into my inner power and my inner strength what is it um what how am i working with my mind how am i working so it's like every color spectrum has a spectrum of feelings of emotions and different things that are attached to it so whenever you're attracted to a color or if you're when you're attracted to a color it's like this is what you need to work on this 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 is the translation and then when you hate a color or you're repelled by a color it's this is the color that you of the things that you're trying to avoid Mm, wow. Just like in yoga practice. Yeah, that's crazy. That um, I'm trying to think if there's any colors that I really don't like. I don't think there's any that I am repelled by, but I certainly like if I'm thinking about wearing clothes, I do not choose green very often at all. Yeah, I was just going to say. Um, green was also one of the first one I was challenged 
with. So green is a very challenging color for people because it asks you to be vulnerable and open. Hmm. And most of us have learned in life that being mysterious, being strong and showing up with a strong wall is how people respect you. And vulnerability is not an easy place to, to, to show up in. And when you are putting on green on yourself and, and also the colors you wear. So whenever you, so you'll have people be like, yeah, I like it in my house. I like it on other people, but I don't like to wear it. And whenever you have a problem putting a color on, this is, this is, this translates to, I don't want to be seen in that way. Mm. So when we're talking, and then when we're talking about green, there's so many different types of green. So if it's like on the darker end, it's really about growth and moving forward and just moving through difficult terrains. But then when we're talking about the lighter greens, the lime greens, it's about forgiveness, releasing envy, looking at envy as something that is productive not something that you should be ashamed of. Because for me, when we're working with envy and green with envy, we're working on what is it that I really want that I think that I can't have. Mm. Oh, I love that. So what are some colors that you recommend people surround themselves with? Like in, I'm looking at your beautiful office and I know you have an interior design background. And I think we intuitively feel different in different surroundings, you know, whether it's like muted or vibrant. And is there a way of kind of infusing some colors into our, you know, our surroundings that will benefit us in different ways, regardless of what we what, what our mood is in that particular day? So when I enter any space, so when I came into this house, I, I do this thing where I just go into the house and I touch the wall and be like, okay, what is it that you want from, from us here, living here? What is it that you want the house to be? And then I will go into what is it that I want from this space? So in my office, I wanted to be, I wanted a white background so I can put a lot of different colors and a lot of different books. Here you'll see like a lot of colorful books. I want a lot of greenery to help me, you know, with my growth and release because green is one of the colors that really I began my journey with and I used to hate it. And now it's a color that I've embraced a lot and I've learned and I've been peeling this onion of green constantly. So it just really depends on what is it that you want this space to be and then you choose the colors for it but for example if you have a bedroom and you're like oh okay i love yellow but it, yellow is a very stimulating color so you're putting it in a bedroom you're not going to get good sleep your your sleep is going to be disrupted so you have to be mindful of these things i am working on creating a guide for this um in terms of interior but i have a guide um, a free guide on my website called Color Code. And this one is about like, what when you're attracted to a certain color, what does it mean? And that could be also translated to interior. I remember reading a while ago, something about yellow, like if you're like in a kitchen or in the main area, it's really nice to have like one pop of yellow just that kind of stands out. And that probably is that kind of stimulation, that high vibration feeling you're talking about that wouldn't be wonderful in the bedroom you know but it's lovely to have it would be great for a baby's bedroom Mm. 
because it begins, it stimulates their mind. It helps them open their mind faster, but it's a stimulating color. So you want to put it in spaces and you want to put it in, um, in amounts that are not very stimulating, amounts that are not too much for you, especially if you have anxiety. If you have anxiety, it's better to stay away from yellow. And, and if you really love yellow, it's, be it's better to go for the warmer yellows, the most, more grounded yellows, the earthy yellows, instead of those neon. Neon will just give anxiety. It'll oh, help yeah. shoot up. Um, any any color that's reflect that has a high reflection rate will do that too. So, what do you think about white? White is like we think of white as a lack of color, but you know, in the Kundalini tradition and others, it is like the ultimate in reflecting all colors. Yeah. What is your yes? So, what's your take on how much white should we have in our life? Wearing it, being <laughs> being around it. I have a very controversial. Um, <laughs> A very controversial opinion about white. And before I be, before I tell you my opinion on white, I will say this: any color that we do too much of is a problem. I when I talk about black, people are like, "Oh my god, you mean that black is a bad color?" I'm like, "No, we need it, but not all the time, because black represents protection." If I'm wearing black, I am feeling like I need to be protected today. Or I want to go inward. But why are you doing that every day of your life? Is the question. Same thing with white. White is a color. To see it, you're, it needs to reflect everything. Therefore, it's going to reflect things off you. Therefore, you're not going to be able to connect inward. And this, and this, this color is so powerful when you're when you want to. When you're having a bad day, when you don't want to be absorbing other people's energies, great. But all the time, why is it that you want to reflect constantly? Right, because you're not ultimately able to connect either if you're reflecting. Yes. Yeah. So a lot of people and a lot of traditions say, oh, you know, white light, everything. And I'm very against white lighting. I'd rather you go for um, rose pink. To, to clear your energy, or gold. Gold is a very high frequency, but doesn't disconnect you from emotions and people. White light is emergency light. Mm -hmm. Yes. <gasps> so you're saying white light literally in your house and stuff. Yeah, when you're a white light, when you send white light to different situations, different people, etc., it's emergency light. Oh, oh, I see. Like when you're visualizing your energetic source in the form of color. Wow. Okay. So how about red? Because I love red and you can see my red mat behind me. Um, and I know for some people that could be like an emergency red, you know, whereas others it's very grounding and strong, which is how it makes me feel. What's your birthday? Halloween. <laughs> so 30. Ten, um, October 31st. So you're a green. <laughs> ah. So red is your total opposite. Wow. But also, but also your challenge is red. So, okay, this is interesting. I'll talk about red in general. Red in general is a color that's very, it, it has a strong connection with the physical body. It's just how you connect to red. Red is a, is a color that helps us materialize things in, in 
around us. It helps us connect to our physical body and it helps us connect to what we like to call the three dimension that we're living in. Um, red, a lot of people have, and it, it, it's a color that when it's there, it's there. I'm present, I am here. And a lot of people don't like red because of that element. They don't want to be, I am here. And that's okay because we have introverts amongst us and that's, un that's an uncomfortable position for them. Um, but then for you, on, for you specifically, because you were born a green, so you're a green, so your, your energy is just really all about um, growth, connecting with nature, organic movement instead of linear movement. Moving through the feel is when you are at your strongest. Moving from like, I feel this instead of I think this. I, I'm open. The more open and the more you do things from your heart and the more vulnerable you are and the more no walls you are, you are at your finest manifester. You're at your finest um, bringer of things, things just happen and you're at your strongest because green, if you look at nature, nature just grows through anything and it's mm -hmm. so strong and it's so powerful and that's the, the color of growth. But then your challenge is to bring that growth and that fluidity into your body because your challenge you're born as a challenge red like me. <laughs> <laughs> and being challenged by red is really about learning to become the authority learning to become to lead your own life becoming the leader of your own life standing up in that strength so it's it's a very interesting choice that you're choosing to be in your challenge color you're choosing to to work with your Mass, it's also about masculine energy, your relationship with the masculine, your relationship with the masculine within you and the masculine in the world, which is the, the begin with the father, etc. And what has that taught you about your self-value and about your leadership and about who you are? And and you choosing to be in this challenge is choosing to <laughs> is choosing to work on, I'm just trying to, I know the word, but it's not coming out. It's just to really dive deep into development of your soul, but do take breaks from it mm -hmm. because you yes. don't need to always be challenged constantly all the time with, with your challenge frequency of why you came. Oh, you I came appreciate that. Yes. That's very interesting. Yes, I came on Halloween and I'm a triplet. I have two brothers who came with me. And so it's interesting. I think I've always, they're identical. So it was two eggs that split. And, but we shared a womb together. And I feel like I have naturally a lot of masculine energy present and also come, being raised at a time when my parents were very much completely equal in terms of the male-female um, dynamic and, and gender equality, but that still in that time period, I'm not that old, but it was like right when it was more common that women would work outside the house as opposed to stay home with the children or work in a female 
gender-specific role, right? So I think I came in sometimes with that energy of like, I am going to do this path very clearly with <laughs> unapologetically. And my parents always said, you have the same capability. You are, you know, you're intelligent. You could be whatever you want. So I was also born in a very privileged situation of being fully supported as a strong female. And I feel like I definitely try and instill that in others. I mean, I really feel like I attract women because um, women need that kind of mentor or that that role model or some kind of symbol like, yeah, it's okay to, sh to show up, like you said. So I think for, a, like you said, if red is like, uh, again, I don't wear a lot of red, but it is part of, yeah, yes, we have a fire symbol. <laughs> Even though I'm not a fire, uh, you know, I'm water and obviously I'm green in color, but it's this, it's our internal flame that we can, that really at the end of the day, we are the only ones that can kindle it. You know, we can, we can nurture it with other elements outside of us, but ultimately it is our, our own journey and inner work that fuels it or doesn't. So, yeah, yeah. it would be also interesting to see more to see more green because the I color know. that you said you were more uncomfortable with was green, which is the color of, of who you actually are and I the know, color of, 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 you know, of, because when we're, when we're in red, red doesn't allow vulnerability. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yep. Red is an energy that doesn't like vulnerability is not in its frequency. It's about doing, doing action, going, Let's do it. Let's do it. Then, but then, your essence and who you are—you came to be challenged by that and challenge that, yeah. Mm -hmm. That do 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 do, and then, but your essence is like is 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 gender neutral, if you want to say. So it's a, so it's really it's your essence is the balance of of the masculine and the feminine because green is a neutralizer. Even when they were using it in medicine, they would use it to neutralize wounds. So, so it's a frequency that is just really all about balancing this and, and having it come from here and having that softness that doesn't, you know, because sometimes when you're a triplet and they're boys and you're a girl, they're the same and you are, you are the different one. So, so is it like, how did your little girl choose to show up and show herself despite those two others that were there? So it's an interesting learned uh, behavior that it is like, so I'm, it's not my essence. It's just that I needed to be forward so I can be seen because they're two and I'm one. Because they're identical and I am one. And it's interesting. It, it's, it's when you look at it as an adult, you're like, oh, whatever. But when as a child, it's completely different. Mm -hmm. And this is, and this is very interesting because we choose the challenge we come here with. Therefore, we choose how we come. Mm -hmm. So when you chose to come as a triplet with those two boys, with a challenge of the masculine, it's a very interesting story you have there. So beautiful. I love it. Yes. Oh, I love it. So I will put more green in my life. Now, what does that mean? Do I wear green? 
Do I put more green in my surroundings or all of the above? You can do the, the above, but then you can also begin and just work on how, okay, here, this is, this is going to be your remedy. <laughs> ah, I love it. See, listen up everybody. You can, you too can get this kind of session. I love it. <laughs> um, so with green, you know, when you first said, you know, if it's a color I don't like, all right. So what is, what is green? Describe it. Like I would write it down and describe what is it that I don't like about green and what is green in general? from me to me and then I would begin start like with green it's it's a it's a frequency that's horizontal it's not like the rest of them the rest of them like the reds the yellows and the oranges you pull from the ground into your body the violets the blues you pull it from up the magentas the gold but green is it's a frequency again neutral it's in the center yeah so you you pull it this way and it comes from inside of you so begin creating that green flame in your heart because you like the flame. Mm -hmm. So you can begin bringing it in, begin bringing it in and allowing it to expand and expand and see and sit there until it shows you what it needs to show you. Why is it uncomfortable? It'll show you. And usually when I do green work, when I do green work, green breathing, a lot of emotions come for people because they have to let go of these walls mm. that protected them. And we all have those walls. And so you can just begin doing that. And then send me an email, tell me how that went. <laughs> I will. Oh my goodness. So Paula, you are so beautiful. And I, I just like, obviously incredibly in touch with this work, but your own very wise intuition. So how can people find out more about you? Where can they find you? And everyone sign up for one of these amazing color therapy sessions. I already feel different, honestly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <sighs> um, so the I'm always on Instagram, on an email. I guess we'll put that in the show notes, but it's yes. wala.colorways. Um, is on Instagram. My website is color ways American spelling. And begin with a color archetype quiz and see where it takes you. I love and that. Maybe and also we can maybe give your audience a discount code that will um, give them percentage off um, color readings. And we can have that also in the show notes. We can have that in the show notes. So everybody check for that. And Walla, I will be back in touch with you because we are finishing our um, a home that we built. We built this home as well. And I would be fascinated to get some advice on coloring and it. You, <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. This was really beautiful. It was wonderful to meet you. And I just so appreciate learning how other people are using these healing practices that many of us don't even know about, but once you once you've spoken it, of course, I think about I think about all the ways I'm impacted by color and how it influences my nervous system and my energy. But now I'm going to do that very specific meditation for green, open Good. heart, compassion. Yay. Thank you so much, and for everybody listening, go get your color therapy session. It's amazing, and as always, I'm pulling for you.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.